Thank you to Seth and Joel for kicking us off in Welsh and Abigail and Ethan for kicking us off in English. Ed couldn't have said it better himself, so he isn't. What's going on, Ed? We have a special guest joining us. Welcome to the team, Amy. Woohoohoo! And thank you for letting me in for a bit of the fun. Oh, I've loved it so far. I'm hoping for sea cucumber facts today. Stand by, Amy. Woohoo! Jam, please will you get us going with a whip around question? What was the last thing you did or saw or even ate that got you so excited you were telling everyone about it? Amy, you are quite excitable. Do you have one of those? I think a crinkle cut gherkin. It's pre-sliced. Pre-sliced. You just get out the jar, put it in your sandwich, win. Wow, look at that glee. (laughs) This is how excited Amy gets about crinkled pre-sliced gherkins then there's yep. no end to where this could go Ed yeah. do you have anything yeah. that you, the last time you thought I have to tell everyone yes I am famously in my family cross about McDonald's we recently stopped in and the whole family had a McDonald's breakfast you know the ones with the the egg and sausage McMuffin or something we all loved it including me and we all got giddy that even dad was enjoying a McDonald's both food related didn't expect that <laughs> Uh, have a chat at home, in your car, wherever you are, in your kitchen, upstairs. Ask yourselves, what was the last thing you did or saw or ate that got you so excited you were telling everyone about it? This passage we're looking at today is the story of the shepherds. They come away from seeing Jesus buzzing and bubbling with excitement. They have had a serious Christmas adventure. All the excitement is in today's episode. Jam, please, will you fun fact us? I've got some amazing fun facts. And the idea is the shepherds saw something they couldn't stop talking about. They were telling everyone and everyone was amazed. And so I have some fun facts that I hope will make you want to tell everyone um, because you're just so amazed or just so so intrigued. So you will basically have to vote on whether this fact passes that test or not. Okay, Thumbs up or thumbs down, I reckon. Just a yes or a no, because this is a podcast, Amy, remember? No, I mean, for the listeners, they all have to do thumbs up or thumbs down in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or thumbs down. Okay, your nostrils work one at a time. Wow. What does that even mean? We breathe in and out of our nose during the day, but one nostril does most of the work at a time and they switch duties every every few hours. <laughs> that's pretty cool. We're trying that now. Jam, how certain are you that's actually true? The internet tells me that's true and I don't have any problem believing it. Let's move on. That hasn't passed the test. <laughs> Candy floss was invented 
by a dentist. Yes, I love that. That's got to be, Ed, you give me that the thumbs up? Absolutely, all the way. Yes. I, my family cannot get enough of candy floss. The wood frog can hold in a wee for up to eight months. Wow, he can come in my car. <laughs> Absolutely. You see, it actually helps keep them alive when they're hibernating because, uh, you know, it keeps, keeps them warm inside. Wow. Uh, so, like Ed, thumbs one. up on that? Yeah, absolutely thumbs up, Jam. That's incredible. Yeah, so long car journeys. Are we all going to be wood frogs? That's, that's <laughs> it. Especially for Christmas. Sometimes you have to drive across the other side of the country to visit, to visit your nan. Jam, can uh, I read the next one? Can I read okay, the next one? Okay, go on then. Space smells like seared steak. That so, sounds like a tongue twister. Space smells like steered steak. So according to some former astronauts, space has a distinct odour that, that hangs around after they've done a spacewalk. And they've described it as smelling like searing steak. So that sizzle smell what when you is... put your thing on the barbecue. It smells yep. like that's what space smells like. Yeah, if, in case you were wondering. You're going to buzz about that one, Ed. Are you going to come away telling everyone? I, the, some of these facts, I just find myself wanting to ask lots of questions. <laughs> well, there you go. It's a discussion starter. Jan, please, can I do this one? A pharaoh once lathered his servants in honey to keep bugs away from him. He thought so highly of himself that when he was bothered by insects, oh, I see, so he put the honey on them, I get it, so that no bug would go near him because he was the only one not covered in honey. And Very this good. is definitely true because I've seen it on Horrible Histories. Okay, oh, that's brilliant. Good. That's double, double truth then. Here's a big one though. I think this is a mic drop. For, for any friends who are vegans, you have to break <laughs> this news to them. Figs are not considered vegan because they have a dead wasp inside. What? What? How is well, there a dead wasp in a fig? Every single fig has a dead wasp inside. Uh, I'm not sure there's every fig, but uh, Vegan Life magazine explains that a female wasp will enter the fig, passing into a part of the plant known as the kilomyrna, and lay her eggs, and eventually she dies and is broken down by a protein-digesting enzyme inside the fig. So a wasp crawls into a fig and dies and becomes part of the fig. So figs, I'm afraid, for vegans are off the menu. Surely all fruit is off the menu because everything decomposes into the ground and ends up in fruit and vegetables. Well, maybe. Oh, OK. <laughs> the second last one I really like. Famous black and white movie star Charlie Chaplin once lost a Charlie Chaplin lookalike competition. <laughs> oh, brilliant. He was quite old at the time. But because he was famous in black and white, when he turned up with blue eyes, they didn't really believe it was him, so he came third. Oh, wow. How sad. Jam, you've got and to the... tell us. I wanted a sea cucumber-related fact. Have you got one? I've only got one about sea slugs. Oh, it's close enough, close enough. And it's going to be a jam, oh. no fact, and it is the severed oh. head of a sea slug can grow a whole new body. Wow. Oh, but can the body no. grow a whole new head? I don't think so. I just yeah. wanted to thank Abby Irison, who's emailed us, to say that her son's favourite thing on the podcast is when Jam shouts out horrible facts. And he actually sometimes shouts out the punchline to interesting facts before Jam even says them, because he loves those stories about creatures that shoot blood out of their eyes. So, wow. Abby and your family, thank you for listening. And you know that if you want to tell us about your podcast-based adventures, we're at podcast at faithinkids.com. Org. Jam, what's next? Where are we with the adventure of Christmas story, Ed? Episode one, Zachariah and Elizabeth, old, lovely, godly, then angel. Elizabeth will have a baby, John the Baptist. Zachariah says, no way. 
So Zachary, I can't talk. The adventure has begun. Episode two, Mary in Nazareth, going to be married to Joseph. Angel! Baby, son of God, Mary obeys just like we should. Episode three, Joseph, same one, discovers Mary is pregnant. He wants to run, has a sleep first. Angel! Baby, sent from God, call him Jesus, which means God saves. That baby can save us. Today, we're on days 14 to 17 in the adventure of Christmas. We're all about the shepherds. In this one, there are angels, not angel. But you knew that, didn't you, Amy? I did, I did. Great, well, let's have that reading from the Bible now. Our reading is from Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 8. That night, some shepherds were in the fields nearby watching their sheep. An angel of the Lord stood before them. The glory of the Lord was shining around them and suddenly they became very frightened. The angel said to them, Don't be afraid because I am bringing you some good news. It will be a joy to all the people. Today your saviour was born in David's town. He is Christ the Lord. This is how you will know him. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a feeding box. Then a very large group of angels from heaven joined the first angel. All the angels were praising God, saying, Give glory to God in heaven, and on earth let there be peace to the people who please God. Then the angels left the shepherds and went back to heaven. The shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. We will see this thing that the Lord told us about. So the shepherds went quickly and found Mary and Joseph, and the shepherds saw the baby lying in a feeding box. Then they told what the angels had said about this child. Everyone was amazed when they heard what the shepherds said to them. I've noticed that if you know an ice cream shop, you tell everyone about it. My family were on holiday in Wales, and our friends who lived there said, you need to go to the ice cream shop there. When my friend Paula went to Eastbourne, I found myself saying, there's an ice cream shop in Eastbourne, get yourself there. If you've seen the choice, if you've tasted the ice cream, you'll tell others. That's like the shepherds, but even more, and there was no ice cream. They saw the baby Jesus in the manger exactly as the angels had said. They met Mary and Joseph. They explained what happened And then we find out... Then the shepherds went back to their sheep, praising God and thanking him for everything they had seen and heard. It was just as the angel had told them. The shepherds were singing, they were shouting, they were praying, they were giving thanks to God, they were talking to each other, they were wildly excited. They ran down the road shouting about what they had seen. They knocked on doors. They were gabbling about angels singing and a rescuing baby that they had seen, all happening in their town. They went back to the fields and they were different. They'd never be the same again. Imagine if you had met those shepherds 30 years later. They would be a lot older, a lot greyer, a lot quieter, a lot slower. Imagine you're sat next to them in church. You've never met them before. They turn to you after the service with wide eyes. You've no idea who they are. You don't know what they're going to say. And they open their mouth and they say, When I was younger, 
I was sat in the field just over there with my sheep, and can I tell you what happened next? Probably not in that accent. But don't you think, for the rest of their lives, they would have told everyone about that night? The night of their lives. Once we have heard the story of the Son of God being born as a baby, laid in a manger, if we have understood this baby was born to rescue, if we have believed this baby is our king, we'll never be the same again. We'll be different. We'll get excited about different things. We'll not be worried about the same things as some of our friends. This Christmas, there'll be a moment when you're up to your eyeballs in presence, when you've eaten so much you can hardly walk. Close your eyes. Thank God for everything you have heard, understood and believed. I'm going to do that now. Dear Father, thank you that we have heard Jesus was born. Thank you we have understood he is our rescuer. And thank you that we have believed he is our king. Thank you for Christmas. Amen. Amen. As always, lots to think about with Ed's Got Questions. If you're under five, what did the shepherds do after they left baby Jesus in the manger? Five to sevens, as they ran out of the building, what do you think they shouted at the top of their voices? And eights to elevens, one day, I think we're going to get to meet the shepherds. I am certain they were trusting in Jesus for the rest of their days. When you meet them in heaven, what question will you ask them? And over 11s, let's imagine you could send a text, a WhatsApp, a, a picture or a meme to the whole world on Christmas Day, just like the shepherds shouted to everyone who could listen. What would you like to say? You can press pause and have a chat about that now. Or you can have a listen to our next thing and chat at the end because we've got a sketch coming up now in which you can imagine what the shepherds were talking about as they came away from seeing this amazing thing. It's almost like walking away uh, during a football match. It's really, really exciting. Here's how it goes. Can't believe it. Never thought I'd see the day. Me neither. But we have. Boy, have we seen the day. Have we? Yeah, we have. You said it. I said it. There they were, baby, mother, father. As places for babies to be born go basic. Rustic. We're shepherds, we like it rustic. Classic. Classic. There was the baby in a feeding box. Animals stunned. Well, it is a huge upset for them. You don't expect to cross the stable and find a baby in the box. You do not. Did you hear their story? Amazing. Especially about that name. Jesus. Good name. Strong name. Means saviour. If there's anyone that needs saving, it's us lot. Too right. And the name Jesus is basically Joshua who parted the river Jordan. Joshua parted water. This one's going to walk on water. This one's going to walk on water. Fa la 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 la. I mean, you could tell the kid's class even from this young age. Totally. He's going to be the ultimate shepherd. Ultimate. The best Premier League. He'll have so much authority that people will follow him, not just sheep. Well, he's descended from David. He was the best. Wrestled lions and bears. He was the giant killer. There he was, up against Goliath. People did not fancy his chances. And there it was, on the end, 
Boom! Down he goes like a striker in the box looking for a penalty. And this kid we just seen is born in the city of David. The planets are aligning. They have literally aligned. He's going to be the best. The best of the best. Massive. Wait till we tell Steve. He's going to go nuts. <gasps> Not as nuts as Joab, Mark, Pete, Elliot, Barney and Paul. And Timmy boy will be in tears. After all these years. All these years. Right, back to the shoot. Jesus! Jesus! Who are you? Who are you? Jesus! Jesus! Who are you? While shepherds watch their flocks by night All seated on the ground That's the Adventure of Christmas song by DL and Yvonne Lyon. We're so grateful to them for producing this track for us. And if you want to see the whole thing with a brilliant animation, go over to the Faith in Kids YouTube channel and have a good look for yourself. It's a great video done by our wonderful team. So we've had an email from Anna Rose, who is eight and listens with her sister Lydia and brother Micah. They say, no jam. I think you mean jam. No. They want to know whether Jam, that's my name, likes Jam. And I have to say that I do like Jam. I don't like Jam with bits in it. I don't like blackcurrant Jam. Strawberry, raspberry can be a bit bitty, but that's probably enough Jam information. Apricot, that's fine too. Anyway, they've also learned that the end of the world is the end of the world, but Jesus means saviour. And that's more important. Thank you, Anna Rose. Do please send us an email, podcast at faithinkids.org. And also, you could do your own intro to the show if you want, and we might use it next time. Quick, get on it. Amy, what are you most looking forward to at Christmas? Oh, well, it's got to be with Christmas sandwiches and um, time with my family and going hooray for Jesus a lot. And crinkle-cut gherkins, presumably. Ed, what about you? It's very close now. (laughs) I look forward to getting to the end of the Adventure of Christmas Advent calendar with the stickers. Our family have really enjoyed doing it. And I want to be honest, it's gone surprisingly well. (laughs) Um, And I'm looking forward to watching cricket on Boxing Day. Super late on Christmas night at midnight, there's cricket. And we're going to get absolutely walloped by Australia, but I don't care because I'll be full of Christmas and very, very happy. Because your joy is in the Lord, Jam. Because my joy is in the Lord and not the England cricket team, which is a wonderful blessing. There's one more episode to go, but we're going to say it anyway. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. If you're under five, what did the shepherds do after they left baby Jesus in the manger? Five to sevens, as they ran out of the building, what do you think they shouted at the top of their voices? And eights to elevens, one day, I think we're gonna get to meet the shepherds. I am certain they were trusting in Jesus for the rest of their days. When you meet them in heaven, what question will you ask them? And over elevens, 
Let's imagine you could send a text, a WhatsApp, a, a picture, or a meme to the whole world on Christmas Day, just like the shepherds shouted to everyone who could listen. What would you like to say? Be part of the